Chop Soccer, we back in the building, baby. Let me get a hand rub in here. You're... <laughs> get the uh, get the Lil Wayne lighter flick. Yeah. <laughs> That's when you know it's about to go crazy. Yeah. You hit a Lil Wayne lighter, oh boy, it's going down. Which is every damn verse at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's his. Uh, that's his tail. That's like uh, that's for real. Tag, and I'm here for it. Uh, let's get into some talk, soccer talk, man. You know we here for. Uh, we've often talked about the various streaming options and who's buying who and has the rights to what content, etc. And we have a new big uh, to do in this space. And I'm definitely curious to hear your input on this because you are actually a cable holder. So, hey, uh, Charter. Hmm? <laughs> hey, yo. Oh, <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Charter Spectrum uh, is having a tiff with ESPN. They, do, they no longer want to pay the licensing fee to broadcast ESPN. And so if you are a Spectrum or Charter customer, then you can no longer watch ESPN in your basic cable package, which is absolutely crazy to me. Ken, what are your thoughts on this? Is this a good move? Does it even matter? What do you think? Well, first off, uh, that's Rox Fontaine, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yes, sir. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I ever did to him to make him mad enough to call me a cable holder. But <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yo. Uh, uh yeah, uh my name's Ken. Uh <laughs> Ken the cable guy. Hey, hey, oh, whoa, whoa. This is a family broadcast. We are not talking about <laughs> we are not talking about how I'm plugging the cable in. The broadcast might be friendly, but I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how just how how do we get here? Uh <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, this is wild, man. Like when people talk about, well, when a disaster happens and people talk about like, you know, when did it start, mm-hmm. right? Like or when like, you know, when something happens like just any type of change, like any type of volatile change because this is about to be wild um occurs and you know people are like oh how did it start right like, you know, mm-hmm. people talk about World War 1 and they're like, "Oh, Archduke Ferdinand," like blah blah blah, like, you know, <laughs> like I think this is that type of moment in like the cable broadband, like streaming world, like fracturing Mm -hmm. because like this is major. Like it doesn't sound like a lot that like they're no longer offering ESPN, but like Mm -hmm. charter spectrum is a huge cable provider, right? Mm -hmm. They provide, what is it, like, and cable is still roughly 40% of the market. So, like, if you've got one of the big three saying that they're no longer carrying ESPN, like, the knock-on effects of this, just in terms of, like, the pricing of stuff, Mm -hmm. is going to, like, ultimately, like, reshape the market, right? Like, it might not seem like it now, because, like, prices are going up and, like, you know, things are... Uh, like, you know, things are still kind of liquid in terms of like where things are held. But when these new rights start to come around, if ESPN gets significantly less than what they were promised to get, 
you know, in terms of like, you know, advertising dollar. Well, like, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of selling it to the cable, you know, um, you know, in terms of like, you know, selling it to cable companies, you know, based on like, you know, how many rights they've secured to like show broadcast, like those numbers are going to change and those numbers yeah. are going to change dramatically. And I really worry for the world of soccer because you've already seen um, like you've already seen like them say to like MLS, like, nah, bro, like we're good on this broadcast shit. Like y'all can go ahead and kick rocks. Right. Yeah. Like, what does that mean for NWSL? Right. Cause their mm -hmm. deal is up and like, you know, are like, it's going to be like, you know, we already see that, um, it's just going to be crazy. Cause we already see that, uh, the challenge cup final, like, you know, they put that in a 12 uh, p.m. time slot again, like on the East Coast, man. Like, you know, like they don't mm -hmm. give a fuck. Like they're not giving them any money, right. you know. So, like, I'm really worried about like, you know, I'm just really worried about what this means, like for like soccer and sports specifically, yeah. you know, in America when it comes to like having it on like television, television, like ever again, like having it on cable, like ever again if like this holds yeah now uh, this takes me back to 2021 when youtube tv had this same issue yeah and you know obviously with youtube being web only and effectively a startup compared to these major people who put in infrastructure um they didn't have the leverage to be like oh stay here you'll still have great content you know there were people who were literally like either you figure a deal out or we out of here and so, you know, in addition to that, it's all the other um, channels that Disney owns. So you lose ABC, you lose Nat Geo, you lose yep. FX, all yep. that type of shit. Uh, it's not just ESPN. It is a nice chunk of quality channels. So this is a huge deal, like you said, and it sucks that it has to be this way. But, you know, that's the free market, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's not even get into like you know why that free market actually will never exist. But like, um, yeah, well, I mean, we ain't gonna take them to econ class. Yeah, well, well, no, that's the problem. Like, they need to go to more econ classes. <laughs> like, quick tangent. Like, you know, like I was talking to uh, one of my old professors like over the past couple of days. He just reconnected because of like you know the good news in my life or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, like you know, we were um, oh damn, we were uh, we were just talking about it, and um, what uh, what he said was was like you know the problem is people are taking like not enough econ classes, and like you know because if you get past econ one hundred and one, you see that like you know kind of all of this is kind of like. You know, <laughs> i don't know bro so yeah all this shit is theory yeah so like you know they get you with the first class everybody takes econ 101 and they're like oh i, I got understand. it i understand macroeconomics i understand <laughs> microeconomics it's like uh, like okay <laughs> well anyway uh let's jump into some more soccer news uh big announcement here U.S. Women's National Team staple, Julie Ertz. She's retiring. Retiring. I can't even talk. Forgive me, y'all. Retiring from soccer. This is a big deal, but it's about that time, man. She's been in the game a long time. She's mm -hmm. been to a couple World Cups. 
couple Olympics. And now she's like, yeah, I'm about to hang it up. Um, she posted this to social on August 31st, 2023, and said, with immense emotion and processing, I've decided it is time to hang up the boots. Uh, how you feel about this, Ken? Were you a Julie Ertz fan? Um, yeah, this one actually kind of hits close to home um, because Julie Ertz played a lot of her time here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you know, I've been at a lot of Red Stars games where like, you know, it was just like, you know, Julie Ertz, like masterclass after masterclass, like, mm-hmm. you know, she was, um, like she was the combative type of midfielder that like early women's soccer, like early age women's soccer, like it was just like a pleasure to watch her, like basically patrol the midfield and destroy people and distribute play Mm -hmm. right like in her own way she was like a deep lying playmaker that like you know could do a little bit of everything like you know she could blow your shit up she could pick a pass like you know there are plenty of nights here in chicago where like she put on a lot of master classes during the summer so like you know she did a lot uh for the national team also uh, she's one of the other women that I'm curious about to see if they uh, completed like the women's like you know soccer cycle here, like mm-hmm. you know like World Cup Olympics like NWSL title. Like I don't think she's gotten an NWSL chip yet, um, unless she got yeah. one pre uh, Red Stars. But like you know she might be like the NWSL chip away because I think she has an Olympics. I think she has a World Cup. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I think she uh, I think she might be close to the cycle, too. So, you know, retiring from international, like I could definitely see her hanging around the league like, you know, three to four more years, basically. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what would you call it? Like cup chasing, like NWSL cup. So yeah. like cup chasing, you know. But yeah, she's uh, she was an amazing player. Like, you know, at her time, like, you know, she was probably one of the best at like, you know, what mild, what midfielders were being asked to do tactically, mm-hmm. you know? So like, you know, salute to Julie Ertz, like, you know, round of applause. Yeah. This is um crazy to me only because she's only 31. Yeah. She's and, got a lot of miles on her legs though, dude. Right. With, you know, the way professional athletes are taken care of physically Mentally, they have all the amenities you could possibly imagine. Uh, not quite to the same level, obviously, in the NWSL, but still, she's a major name, and she has, you know, that <laughs> that two-income household. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's got some uh, some good care. So, you know, people can play much, much longer yeah. than previously. So to see her retire from the national team at 31 is a little wild, but... Kudos to her, man. Like, go out when you want to go out. I mean, if she has two cups, that's not that wild at all, man. Like, I mean, you know, not for nothing. uh, Not for nothing. Um, Like, you know, like some more players should have retired from the national team, like, earlier on, too, right? You might not have had the situation that they had in Australia. But anyway, next Mm. topic. Next topic. Mm. Next topic. Uh, Let's jump over to the men's side. Leo Messi, of course, the man of the hour. That's all we talk about in MLS pretty much. He brings the clicks. He brings out the stars. He brings out the lunatics. 
Yeah. And that's why he walks around with a whole ass bodyguard. You and this dude is A1, man. (laughs) He is A1, like no cap. This man. (laughs) Why are you laughing? Because you want to rap so bad, man. Like you sound like a (laughs) battle rapper right there, bro. Oh my God! I thought you was about to give us. I thought you was about to give us a round. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. 30, 30. Don't make me pull out my slogan. The block cap finally made it, nigga. <laughs> Fuck that! Let's get straight to these payments, nigga. Nah, shout out to Easy the Block Captain, man. Yo, man. Yo, let. All right, all right, all right. We can get to the Easy to Block Captain is the only battle rapper that follows Chop Soccer Podcast. Fuck with me. (laughs) Oh, man. Bro. Uh, No, no. Oh, my God. Like, I, the only reason I get on Twitter, X, anything, what, like, whatever it's called nowadays is like to post stuff Mm -hmm. and to read easy tweets. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, whatever you call it, yo. Bro. Didn't he just, uh, like, I haven't watched it all yet, but I've just been, like, seeing stuff filter out from, like, that disaster battle from, like, Oh, yeah, he fucked disaster ago. up, man. Oh, man, that wasn't even. Hey, he, he collapsed disaster in such a way that the man was trying to recover. First of all, we ain't going to get too far into it, but long story short, disaster also hosted that event. So he was in the hole on money. Yeah. Lost the battle. Whew. Then went and took a URL battle, surely because he was trying to recoup to pay people from his joint. Yeah. And yeah, he had a whole, whole blow up over there. Oof. He he was trying to get away with saying nigga on stage and said sand nigger. Yeah. And it didn't go well. No. So uh yeah, shit's crazy. But that's what it is, man. When you when you want to be down so bad, you spent all these years just wanting to be down. Like, come on, let me say it. Let me say it. <laughs> He's like, y'all let French Montana say it. Let me say it. <laughs> he said, y'all let French That man oh. was fighting for his life up there. But anyway, man, let's get into this damn shit. We he talking about bodyguard. Liam Nell. Huh? He needed a bodyguard. Yeah, we talk we talking about Liam Nell Messi's bodyguard. Oh um, my god. Buddy is super nice with it, man. He just had to choke some kid out in the <laughs> middle of a match. <laughs> he ain't choke him out. I'm kidding. He said Buddy's super nice with it. He just had to choke a kid out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm potting, man. I'm potting. <laughs> oh my god this is great <laughs> but yeah uh have you seen this guy he's always around he keeps people from touching Messi in photos he chases oh. people if they run on the pitch trying to get a picture with him he is literally everywhere Messi is and not too far away it's actually really funny when he's on the sideline taking a throw in or something or near the sideline, waiting to receive the ball, and you just see his body scar, bodyguard standing right outside the touchline. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy to be. Imagine, imagine this dude standing on the touchline on a cold ass night in Chicago, <laughs> for, 
some random ass small pitch for an open cup game or something. It's crazy. I mean, he's gonna be here in October. If mm-hmm. uh, I'm a, I think his name's Checo or something, we're gonna get to see Checo up close. Like uh, <laughs> they said, he's supposed to be like a Navy SEAL or some shit, but then the Navy SEAL said they couldn't confirm whether or not he was a Navy SEAL. Which like <laughs> I don't know. I think like that kind of like folds into his like mystery because like people Man, ain't no damn like, mystery. That motherfucker did the Navy SEAL uh uh boot camp DVD. Yeah, <laughs> but you <laughs> but you know what his supporters are gonna say? They're gonna be like, oh, he's just like deep cover. <laughs> nah, bro. Deep cover my ass. <laughs> so yeah, Boy, he's supposed suspect. to be a Navy SEAL. Speaking of this, we have this in another place, but I, I want to bring it up because okay. obviously Messi is such a big deal in world soccer. He has completely changed the level of visibility of MLS completely on his own. And uh, Christian Pulisic had a slight little comment about that on his social media. So uh-huh. he mentioned that, you know, Everyone was posting about how many stars were out to see uh, the Enter Miami LAFC game. And Christian said on his social, hey, uh, why don't y'all let all them celebrities know that they're also invited to U.S. men's national team games? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, "Ooh, he's throwing shots. Ken, what do you feel about that comment? Are you on Christian's side? Do you feel that more of these celebrities should be invested in other aspects of the game if they're interested in soccer at all or is he just being petty i mean i think that's just hate like like that's it like he's just hating like i don't really give much thought to it like Mm -hmm. you know like i understand like i understand quote unquote what he's saying Mm -hmm. but like nobody gives a fuck about the u.s men's national team bro like, it's not cool. Like, okay. Like, you know, like, womp. Like, tomato, tomato, tomato. Like, you know, the hoes <laughs> don't care about, <laughs> about the U.S. Men's national team, bro. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's just how it works. Like, you yeah. know, like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I don't even know what to say, man. Like, you know, like, you could, you could try to think piece this out and, mm-hmm. like, you know, try to, like, you know, be like, oh, like, you know. Like, this is what I was talking about when I said that, like, Messi is good for Messi. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's not really going to be good for, like, MLS or, like, American soccer. Because this shit's not going to translate. Like, people aren't going to say, like, yo, let me go to a Messi game. And then, like, let me go check out the U.S. men's national team. Because Messi ain't there. Mm-hmm. right like you just got the u.s right. national team there and like if the hoes ain't going like anyway like they ain't gonna go with messi like you know just because messi is here now yeah like you know that's not how the calculus works so yeah. like like he wants to be mixy he wants to be somewhere where like you know where the hoes are like you know mm-hmm. you know what i mean right you know and like you just ain't gonna get it at US men's national team games, my guy. Like I'm sorry. Like, you know, if you if you wanna get somewhere where the hoes are, like, you know, you should have moved to Inter Miami. <laughs> like you should have went and played for Inter Miami. If you wanted to get on the messy train, if you wanted people to see you play, 
Like, because Messi is here, you should have right. taken your ass to enter Miami. You didn't. You went to AC Milan. You're out there in Italy. You're balling. Be happy with that shit. But, like, don't try to double back around now and be like, you know, like, what about us? Like, what about you, dude? <laughs> like, the hoes don't care. <laughs> so, like, what? Like, just, just what do you want right. me to say? Like, what do you want me so, to say? So, here is, here is my take on it. <laughs> my take is, he's not wrong, though. Here's a, here's a thing. Here's a thing. Here's a thing. He's not wrong, though? He's oh not wrong. He, he may be wrong. He may be wrong in that, like, I think you're right. No one cares about the U.S. men's national team. That's that's fair. I don't, I don't have an argument against that. But it is an interesting case study, from my <laughs> point of view, that niggas don't give two fucks about, like, nobody else. Like, I get Messi is a great, great, all-time great player. But there are other all-time great players. Y'all ain't come to see nobody else. But Messi, like Zlatan was here, y'all ain't come see Zlatan. That's a big fucking deal. Because that is a once in a generation talent, and no one came to see that nigga. This is like, what the fuck is it? Messi is five foot nothing, bro. He's great at soccer. He's never played here. Y'all ain't go over there to see him play. Y'all all all celebrities. Y'all got money, so y'all didn't fly to see him play. All of a sudden, he pops up in MLS, and now niggas is that's the hottest ticket. We got to go see Messi. That's the part I don't understand. Okay, okay. Well, like, let me do. Okay, okay. we've had a bunch you. of incredible people you. come here. They didn't go see any of those people. Only mm-hmm. Messi. I got you. I got you. I a hundred percent got you because, like, as fickle as this sounds, like it is the math, and like you can argue with me about the math. But it's always gonna math, okay? Mm-hmm. Do you know the soda contract that uh, that Messi had? Soda? Uh huh. No. Okay, so Messi sold Pepsi. Okay, Messi sold Pepsi all over the world. Okay, okay. you know who else sold Pepsi all over the world? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. You know who <laughs> else sold Pepsi all over the world? No idea. Kendall Jenner. You know oh, who yeah. else yeah, sold yeah. Pepsi all over the world? Selena Gomez, like mm. the like, you know, like Messi is a part of like a part of the culture that you like that your sporting greatness like just isn't like you know enough, right? Like Messi is ingrained in popular culture, like you know, just through the advertising that he took. Like, you know, through all the, like, you know, through all the stuff, like, you know, Messi did like, you know, so much Adidas stuff for like kids and like all this other stuff. Like, yeah, his greatness was like, you know, up here, but like also his advertising placements and Mm -hmm. like where he was getting in like the cultural market for years was like Mm -hmm. up here. Like when people were talking about how big of a God Ronaldo was like, people were seeing Messi on like adverts in places, right? right? Like Ronaldo wasn't that guy, right? Like everybody thought Messi spoke English for a long time. Like, you know, just because you saw him in all these fucking adverts, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So 
Like, you know, that's what that translates into. Like, that's what all that advertising dollars translate into. It, it, it translates into people over the years, like having this equity, like, you know, meeting Messi at like these various events, like doing all this various shit, like mm-hmm. being out, moving, shaking and networking. Right. So right. then when Messi comes to America, like, look at all the places, look at the only places they come out for. Like, they only come out for Miami. They only come out LA. for like, New York. They only come out for L.A. These are right. big media advertising centers where all of these people are located anyway, right? right. So, like, like no, like, unless, like, going back to Christian Pulisic, unless he's going to get out here and work these fucking streets and get, like, some real fucking advertising placements, and this is kind of my beef with, like, the NWSL, like, too, like, get these women some real fucking advert placements, like, get them in rooms, like, the way the WNBA gets these people in rooms with people, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's how you make a cultural fit. So, like, yeah, like, the hoes are gonna want to hang out, like, in Hollywood. Like, the hoes are gonna want to hang out in Miami. The hoes are gonna want to hang out in New York. Like, like, if you're not, like, moving the people there, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, and that's yeah. just the math, right? Like, that's the thing I want to see is, like, you know, NYCFC played Inter Miami at home before Messi came. Mm-hmm. And their next game is away to Miami. So, next year, I want to see. So, those two games are going to be bonkers. Well, I don't know, bro, because New York City has not really been able to get people out we've had some people stop in through whatever uh troy press was able to work out with his connection through basketball you know we've had fat joe we've had remy ma we had dmx before he passed god rest the dead um a couple of other people but we've never really had like a consistent celebrity presence or just a single celebrity you know something in the vein of like a spike lee that says hey we can point to this person as an nycfc fan you know they may not be at games all the time but this is somebody that we can align ourselves with and is willing to align with us as you know working together to some degree we don't have that at all and i don't i don't know that it would work like this at yankee stadium I mean, I feel like it would for one night. I mean, like, you mm-hmm, know, like you mm-hmm. wouldn't have to make it like any long term thing. But like when Messi's coming to town, like when Messi's coming to New York City, like the city's going to be on fire, bro. Like, yeah. especially since like it's going to be a whole year. Like it's going to be next year when he's coming to mm-hmm, town. Mm-hmm. Right. Like after winning the MLS Cup. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. Stop. Ah, you listen, really think man. they're gonna get in the playoffs, bro? Like, yeah. <laughs> bro, we got to remember this up. is entertainment. And, this is not professional NYC sports. Is ass. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know, again, talking about these sponsorship, you said Adidas. Boom. He also did Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Signed with them in 2018. Uh, everything changes. Campaign. He damn sure changed MLS. Uh, you brought up Pepsi, Budweiser. Mm-hmm. Urdu, I don't even know how to pronounce that. That's a big like Asian brand, I believe. Yeah, it's a Qatari telecom company. Mm-hmm. Lay's potato chips. That's Dude, huge. just advertising goat, my guy. Like, just yeah. look at that. Konami, Dubai Auto Expo. 
you know, among others. So, yeah, he's definitely got some huge deals. It's still weird to me, bro, like, advertising. I don't know. Being that I'm such a sports fan and we see how this type of uh, interplay happens between athletes and other, you know, entertainment industries, you know, with the NBA, people will go see players. Some people are going to go see Kobe. Some people are going to go see LeBron. Some people are going to go see uh, Steph Curry or whoever. You know, you have multiple people doing a thing. NFL, the same way. You can get people out to see any number of players. Um, soccer, MLS, like, just messy. <laughs> like, they- just messy. Because listen, look at all the guys you named. All the guys you named are like domestic giants of like deals. So like, you know, okay, so take like, let's just take Steph Curry, Kobe, and uh, LeBron, right? Mm -hmm. Because like those are a couple of different companies, right? Mm -hmm. So, well, actually LeBron and Kobe are Nike, but fucking Steph is Under Armour. So it's still like, you know, it's still enough of a division to like prove the point. Put so, uh, James Harden in there, Adidas. Okay, yeah, throw James Harden in there and Adidas. Throw James Harden, Steph Curry, and LeBron James. Just, you know, rest in peace, Kobe. But, like, you know, three active players right now, right? Yeah. So, like, over the course of Actually, their- switch James Harden for Donovan Mitchell. Okay, Donovan Mitchell. Okay, Spider Mitchell, right? Okay, yeah, yeah that'd be that'd be a lot better. Okay, so think about like you know all the rooms that Spider Mitchell's been in. Think about all the rooms that Steph Curry has been in, and think about all the rooms LeBron James has been in based on their various deals, right? So the, you know LeBron James is in the room with all the Nike people. Steph Curry's in the room with all the Under Armour people. Donovan Mitchell's in the room with all the Adidas people. So all the Adidas people, like you know, they're going to activate their networks to like you know go out and fuck with Donovan Mitchell. That's one. Boom. Um, Steph Curry is going to go out and like, you know, all Under Armour is going to activate their networks to go fuck with them. Boom. That's a whole nother network. Then you've got, you know, uh, LeBron doing the same thing. Boom. You know, and that's just on their shoe network. Like, you know, they right. like think about their chips, their drinks, like all that bullshit. Right. Now let's transition that over into soccer. Right. So like you named everything to Messi was affiliated with all these American brands. Right. Like mm-hmm. what other international soccer star like even comes close to having those like and marketed here right Mm -hmm. like it's just like he's the only one like david beckham huh paul pogba paul pogba so if he came over here like you know like it would be more of a cultural thing right like this is more of like a cultural thing than anything else like people don't fuck with the u.s men's national team because they aren't there's no culture culture. Like, not for nothing, like, I mean, like, I'm not trying to be funny about this, but like, you know, like, Balagoon grew up in New York, like, you know, Pulisic grew up in like Hershey, Pennsylvania, like, that's not hip hop, like, you know, to quote Bob's Burgers, like, you know, that's hip hop, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, fucking Serginho Des, you know, from the Netherlands, like, it's just like, you know, it's just not there. So, like, no, like, they're just not going to fuck with them. Like, you know. All right. So, so to that point, and, and to leave this one uh, alone, if it's a cultural thing, would you agree that MLS needs to move heaven and earth to get Memphis Depay here? Yeah. 
if it's a cultural thing, then what they need to do is they need to start like they literally need to say, okay, like let's remove Messi's face from like let's remove Messi's face from like the archetype of like what he represents, right? Mm-hmm. So he's a player that has won a lot of domestic, you know, that has won a lot of stuff in the soccer world. He has a lot of endorsements, like, you know, a lot of American endorsements that people would know. Um, he has some type of American affiliation already, mm-hmm. you know, like just who fits that type of archetype that can come in and like do the Hollywood thing. Like, you know, cause they tried it with Zlatan. You were right. Like they tried it with Zlatan. He tried to do the Hollywood thing, but like Zlatan wasn't Hollywood, right? Like he didn't come in. He came in trying to break into Hollywood. Like a lot of these guys come in trying to break into Hollywood. Like Messi was already a part of Hollywood, like, you know, in that way, like, you know, with all the endorsements and shit like that. Right. So like, you know, yeah, you got to go get like a Memphis Depay. You got to go get a Paul Pogba. Like, you know, you got to get some of these guys that kind of like resonate like outside of the soccer world, you know, even though they might not be as high as like Messi, like Messi's just like 10 on all the fucking meters. Right. But, mm-hmm. like, you could sacrifice a little, like, you know, on the, like, you know, championship pedigree meter if this guy is, like, a cultural, like, you know, giant, you know, because, like, you know, and Memphis Depay is kind of, like, you know, a, cross, a crossover, like, you know, giant in that way. Gotcha, gotcha. Like, at least in the soccer world, you know, like, as good as you can get for soccer, you know. So. Yeah. All right, cool, man. Uh, let's leave that one alone. Let's jump into some shooter pass, man. Do you have some interesting stuff for me this week? Uh, yeah, I actually got uh, I actually got four articles for you. Um, okay. Some of these are um, wow. Like now that I think about it, um, whew, some of these are a little heavy for where we've been. I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, I might I might uh, I might pass them out of bounds. I might just call a turn. <laughs> um, so first, um, we've been talking about um, we've been talking about Messi and people attending these games. Um, do the specific game uh, we talked about? Kristen Pulich's hating on it. The um, specific game that they were talking about is the Inter Miami LAFC game. Did you watch that game at all? I did not. I was somewhere else and i couldn't watch it plus okay. they're always late in, a, in the day so i did can't remember what the you, hell was going on but i missed it did you um did you hear the list of who was there so uh i want to go through and read off uh some of the people um who were at the game mm-hmm. um and you can tell me um like shoot like if you want to talk about them, like if you have anything on them and like pass if you just don't care. Okay. Um, okay, we'll start with um everyone's favorite soccer thirsty girl, um, Selena Gomez. <laughs> have you seen her uh have you seen her little I guess it's like a reel, like Instagram reel or like TikTok reel? Where she's like, she just randomly wanders. I think she's in LA. She just randomly wanders into like some pickup field where they're playing soccer. And she's like just sitting there hanging out with like her friends or something. And she's just yelling like, I'm single. Oh, hell no, bro. That's crazy. Like, bro, I wish. 
<laughs> Bro, she trying to get her ass axe murdered out there somewhere? Like, you are Selena Gomez. Somebody take that shit too seriously and you be in trouble. But yeah, she uh, she was there. Uh, you want to talk about it? Uh, I don't know enough about her to talk about it. So we can, but I'm not going to have much on it. Okay. Uh, that sounds I mean, fun. Like, I like the energy of it. Yeah. But I'm just like, that shit's wild at the same time. No, she's cool. She seems like she has a really good personality. She's got some bops. Uh, she was there with Tyga. Uh, he's still around. Um, how, bro? How? No, let me stop. That motherfucker. Uh, streaming era music he got. Yeah, his shit hitting. Yeah. Yeah, his yeah, streams like, is crazy. The West Coast is one of the only coasts. Like, uh, well, I mean, like literally, there's only two places <laughs> in America where you can do this. But like L.A. and Miami no. are the only places where you can be like regional legends, mm-hmm. and like you only have to be famous in like New York or like right. L.A. Maybe like Miami to a certain extent, but like definitely like L.A. and like New York, because like Tiger's like L.A. famous, and that's all it takes. Bro, bringing up Tiger reminds me of that early uh, Joe Button Pot episode where that motherfucker was like, do 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 do. What is that song like? Taste or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't he say he heard that shit in like the Apple Store or something? That he knew like Tyga was like cemented. I was like, what? (laughs) But that shit makes sense about fucking. But once again, this goes back like to the advertising and like placement shit, right? Right, Like somebody like Tyga, like you know, fucking like. Tiger ain't really had like a number one like hit 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 hit. Oh, right? I don't know about that, bro. I need to verify that. No, I don't think he has. Like, I think he's been close. Like, I think he's gotten like some number one on like the rap charts, but I don't think he's ever had like a Billboard oh, like number like one. Outright number one. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's had a number one on the rap charts. Like, he's had a number one on the black charts. Like, you know, he ain't. I don't think he's uh, ever had a Billboard number one though. Let's see. Yeah, the model in 20... Wait, no. What the hell is that? Yeah, yeah. That's like 2012, uh, but that's not even his song. That's like Lil Wayne. Rack song. City hit number four on R&B. Yeah, he and, don't have yeah, any that was billboard, the highest he got. billboard. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the hundreds, but that's about it. Yeah, so... But I mean, like, he his, his publicist is one of the hardest working motherfuckers in the world. Hey, listen, he's 11 years stuff. in the game, and he's okay. I ain't mad yeah. at that, bro. A lot of this game is not about like how good your music is or whatever. It's about like you know how good your publicist is, like you know how <laughs> good your placements are. Like right. you know Vince Staples is another one. Like I'm not sure Vince Staples has had a hit that's like charted, charted. Oh no, nah, he's, he's doing Acura commercials. He's fucking. Audi. Was it? No, it is accurate. It is accurate. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing Acura commercials, like you know, yeah. and that ain't got shit to do with music. That's like how good your publicist is, like how good, like you know, your talent agent is, like mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of people they don't like you know make it because of that. Like uh, Owen Wilson is another one, like you know, <laughs> like his talent agent worked extra hard, like you know, he was there. Uh, you like Owen Wilson, bro? I can't stand that motherfucker, boy. <laughs> like he looks so, so weird to me, man. Yeah. I just every time I see him on screen, I'm like, ah, get him off. But he had a run. Oh yeah, he, he had a run. He had a good talent agent. Like, you know, yeah. he, and he whistles when he talks. That shit's annoying. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was there. That's your boy, right? 
Leo? Yeah. I was rocking with Leo up until the 25 and under joint. Then I was like, hey, wait a minute. What the yeah, hell is that about? Yeah, yeah. That's creepy as shit. I think, uh, I think Leo had that run, and then it kind of went to his head, where uh, he, like, Wolf of Wall Street, like, uh, Django. Like, he had a run about three to five years where, like, he was untouchable, man. And then, like, like most people, you get out there, you get a little sniff, and then, like, you just start saying anything. But yeah, he was there. Uh, Prince Harry was there. You, uh, your royal fan, Meghan Markle was <laughs> not there. Absolutely fucking uh, not. Meghan Markle chose to go to fan. Beyonce. Prince Harry chose to go to see Messi. Do you make anything of that? Uh, Trouble in Paradise. <laughs> no, no Trouble in Paradise. No, it's just cultural differences. Like fuck that, bro. I'm going to see Bay. Um. Uh, Let's see, Ted Lasso. Uh, a couple of guys from Ted Lasso was there. Um, okay. You like them? Uh, Jason Sudeikis yeah, and Brendan fine. Hunt? Yeah. They were there. They were pretty cool. Um, Ele- uh, Edward Norton was there. Another guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Magic Club, Johnson right? was there. Magic Johnson? Yeah, he's a co-owner at oh, LAFC. Yeah, LA. yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Will Ferrell was there. Yeah. Uh Kevin Frazier was there. Who was that? Uh I think that's no, that's Kevin James is uh the King of Queens guy. I don't know who Kevin Frazier is. Uh okay. I thought I, I thought he was the King of Queens guy, and then I thought that's Kevin James. No, never mind. Yeah. Um David Beckham was there, obviously. Of course. Um I think that's it. Like uh anybody on that list really like you know stick out uh no not to me i don't care nothing about that shit but i i recognize the importance of uh people want to be where those people are Mm -hmm. so the more of them we get out to games around the league not just enter miami games the better it is for the cultural relevance of soccer in america yeah so i'm all for it man whoever they are if y'all like them and y'all want to go spend money uh please do that uh, run up the fucking value on my season ticket. I fuck with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I'm still holding on to my messy uh, ticket just yet. Um, like waiting to sell it because like, uh, uh-uh. gonna hold out for uh, as long as I can. Mm-hmm. So, um, speaking of LA stars, um, do you want to talk a little bit about Sarah Gordon? Yeah. What's up with Sarah? What's she up to? Okay, so uh, Chicago single? legend. <laughs> what? I said she's single. <laughs> I mean, the article. I, I don't. I mean, I'm the article around. implies that she's around. single. So, like, you know, maybe you shoot your shot from New York. Maybe you get her to go play for Gotham. Absolutely not. Like, if I was, if I was be sh- to be shooting my shot with anybody, you know who it is, and it ain't Sarah. Hey, yo. Hey girl, hey. Okay, okay, okay. She be mad cordial. Cordial. <laughs> I'm like, hey. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, um, 
Sarah Gordon. Uh, Sarah Gordon had a good placement in Bustle. Like, uh, this is a pretty good placement. Uh, I wish more people talk about it. I hope more people talk about it in the future. Um, but she was talking about struggling uh, with being a mom, you know, and being a professional athlete, you know, and being a single mom, you know, to a degree. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, it's a pretty it's a pretty good read. Um, definitely talks about like you know her like you know pressures and like you know dealing with pressure and dealing with those expectations, and like you know ultimately like you know figuring out like you know what was best for her. It was really uh, like you know it was a really good read. Um, have you had a chance to like you know browse through the article and like you know what do you? Uh, <coughs> Sorry. What do you think? Uh, what do you think can be done to kind of help, like you know, situations like this? I mean, like you know, one of the big issues in women's sports that I think um, that people champion but don't really talk about when it comes to like actual, like you know, suitability for the players is like motherhood. So, mm-hmm. like you know. Like, the way, like, you know, regular women get, like, you know, I don't want to say regular women, but the way, like, non-sports professional women get, like, you know, maternity leave and, like, you know, various things like that. Like, you know, you really don't see the equivalent of those and accommodations for those in women's sports. So, like, I just want to hear your, you know, few your thoughts on that and then, like, you know, just give some space for the Sarah Gordon article. Um, I mean, I don't know too, too much just so you know, what is reported. So, um, I know that they have some sort of maternity leave clause in their last CBA. So that's helpful. And, you know, as in regards to, you know, not wanting to be a super mom, I'm with that, man. Like everybody has their own path and, you know, being a mom, a single mom, no less, and a professional athlete, those are two massive, massive time-consuming things to pit, not against each other, but to be trying to carry both is very, very difficult to do because to be at the top of your game at that level, it's another type of commitment that, you know, the average person just doesn't even understand. Um, and to raise a happy, healthy, safe child is also a type of commitment that you may not quite understand unless you have one of your own. So, you know, I understand where she's coming from. I feel for that she even has to have that consideration when men don't have that same issue. But at the same time, you know, a part of the the small traditionalist part of me is just like, it's just kind of a societal norm that I don't think is as negative as people want to weigh it out to be. Um, you know, the the nurturing of a mom is super important, as is the nurturing of a father. And the combination of those two things is hopefully a best case scenario that helps you produce the best possible young human being that you can. Um it's all about balance. So, you know, I understand where she's coming from about the societal pressure of feeling like she has to be some sort of like perfect balance between those two. Um, but it's just kind of a part of 
the scenario that she's in. You know, everybody has their own stuff, and that's just one that she has. Yeah, I really, uh, I really appreciated the article, and I really appreciated like, you know, the brevity that she talked about, you know, things in, in terms of like, you know, just how she's having to like, you know, chart her own way. And Mm -hmm. I think like, this is really where, um, like you just have to, have to, have to, have to, have to, have to, have to like figure out a way to get like, you know, these women paid more money. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, the easiest thing to do would just be to give them straight cash, right? Like just get them paid straight cash. But I mean, also like, you know, in lieu of having cash, like, you know, you got to get creative with it, man. Like, you know, every time, like, you know, everything is, you know, every opportunity isn't like every opportunity for payment isn't attached to cash. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what if your team, like, you know, what if it, you know, what if your team can't like, you know, pay you like, you know, X amount of dollars comparable in the market that you feel like you're worth, like, you know, in your CBA, you know, but like, you know, they guarantee you like, you know, some type of housing that you own. Right. So like you own a condo, right? Like you sign for five years, you know, a part of your like, you know, five year deal is that you're in the ownership of a condo or like, you know, some type of living dwelling that is yours, like, you know, regardless Mm -hmm, of what mm -hmm. happens with your contract, whether you get traded, like, you know, anything like that, you know, then the team, like, you know, has like a 30, 15 year commitment, like, you know, on that condo to like, you know, pay that off, like, you know, gives them way more flexibility to like, you know, push stuff down the road in terms of contracts, like, you know, like, figure out some ways to get these women like, you know, more money, right? Like you got a Mm -hmm. sponsorship with Kia, like, you know, every NWSL player should be guaranteed a car, right? Like it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be like, you know, like a good car, but like, (laughs) you know, like, but like, you know, get them like a Kia soul or something, like get them something, right? Like, you know, Mm -hmm. give them like three base models they could choose for or from something like that. Right. Like there are some ways to really compensate them and make like, you know, just make it easier on them. That isn't necessarily, you know, attached to an underlying budget of like, you know, well, we only have X amount of like, you know, liquid dollars to give women like, you you know what I mean? Like, I would just want to see to get a lot more creative with that. Um, And like, you know, I kind of, you know, because I ultimately agree with you, like, you know, on your second point of the more traditionalist argument that like, you know, yeah, like, you know, traditionally, like, you know, in a nuclear family, it would be helpful to have these two people. But like, you know, in the modern economy where capitalism has like, you know, essentially like, you know, pulled women out of the home into the workforce, like, you know, like, however you want to say, like, you know, that occurred, that occurred, like, you know, you could pick your reason, like, you know, whether, you know, it's women chose to go or like, you know, times demanded it, like, you know, whatever, like, you know, the fact is, is like, you know, women have been pulled out of the home by capitalism and goods getting more expensive, like, you know, to compensate for that lack of money and like, you know, that vacuum, whatever, whatever, like, you know, in this new modern economy, like, you know, there are going to be a lot more single parents, both men and women, you know, and that Mm -hmm. means that they are going to have to like, you know, redefine what these roles are. So like, I'm glad to see that, like, you know, Sarah has like acknowledged that and been very proactive about it. Like, you know, instead of like, you know, 
being kind of defeatist about it. But yeah, like, yeah, it sounds like she's in a really good place. It sounds like her mental health is great. Like, you know, that's always good for like, you know, professional athletes, like, you know, especially moms and sports. Like, that's what I really worry about is like, you know, like how good are they like, you know, mentally with like carrying a lot of that? Because it's like, you know, we think of them as professional athletes, but they are not getting a lot of money, bro. Like, right. you know, like they've, they're just not like, you know, comparatively, yeah. like on the scale of yeah. professional athletes, they are not getting a lot of money. Um, let's see. Woo. Um, do you know who Hernan Lopez is? This doesn't really, um. I have no idea who that is. Okay, so uh, Hernan Lopez was a Fox executive, um, and he was a part of the FIFA uh, bribing scandal. Ah. You remember (laughs) this? You remember this? I remember the scandal. I don't remember all the names associated. Okay. I only care about one, and that's Sepp Blatter. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Yeah. So. That man, um, Sepp was a Don, bro. Woo. Yeah. They. um, So this guy was kind of like a small fish. Um, Mm -hmm. This guy's kind of a small fish. It's kind of regional, but it also like gives you a window into like how Fox has been playing these soccer games, which is like kind of brilliant, right? So like Fox has been existing um, in the soccer landscape. They haven't been fighting like big digital American battles. They've been fighting like international battles in other places where people don't care. So mm-hmm. like this, like, you know, this Hernan Lopez bribery scandal is like out of South America. Right. So like this is like for Copa Libertadores, like rights for like 15 or so years. Um, like, you know, these are like international um these are international style battles that are happening here that really kind of like let you know how the different companies are like attacking their like you know streaming portfolios and like Mm -hmm. you know terms of like getting soccer rights um so yeah like uh shooter pass uh do you know much about um Fox's like you know just Fox's kind of portfolio and how they do things like uh oh this is a good kind of tangent into have you ever watched Succession um and like yeah just shoot or pass uh pass on this article because I don't know what they're talking about and I definitely don't follow Fox that closely mm-hmm. but I have watched a few episodes of Succession yeah uh that intro theme song is dead fire yeah, that I do remember. Fire. That shit like startled me. It was so good. I was like, "Damn, why is it banging like that?" Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, I've probably only seen two, maybe three episodes. I thought it was super interesting, but I don't follow TV that that much. But it is something I would watch. I should probably get back into it. Yeah, you should definitely watch Succession. Succession is a good show. Like, if you want to understand, like, I tell people, if you want to understand, like, if you really want to understand, like, the dynamics of, like, corporate structure, like, kind of on, like, the back end, like, Succession is a really good show because it really just, like, as much as it peels back the onion on, like, how people discuss things and, like, what, like, you know, what really, I don't want to say what really happens, but, you know, like, 
like i guess the shallowness of it all like you know for like you know like it really just lets you know that like you know we aren't dealing with deep individuals here right right and then like you know also just in terms of like peeling back the onion on like just the various layers of like how people create different divisions with inside stuff like because this is uh succession is modeled after rupert burdock which is like you know fox like you know he is fox so mm-hmm. like um yeah it's pretty good um i don't know man i don't really want to talk about this spanish women's um controversy like it's just like you know their coach got fired um Mm -hmm. like you know we we we've got a story about it on the site like i don't i don't really have much to add on it um you want to go ahead and get the interest in or not uh yeah let's do it oh i mean like do you have anything on that um no okay uh, yeah. But I do want to say uh, I wish that woman peace. Who, Jenny Hermosa? Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Jenny Hermosa. Like, uh, like you know, hopefully they, you know, hopefully they get this sorted out. I feel really bad that, like, I feel really bad anytime something like this happens and then all of a sudden it becomes, like, a public opinion case. Like, mm-hmm. it, like everything becomes, like, court of public opinion style. Because, yeah. like, that has to be just, like, brutal to be the center of that, like, you know, type yeah. of attention. Um, okay, so, um, where where do you want to start at Interesting or Not? Where, uh, what do you think is more interesting? That's where we'll start. Uh, we'll open it up a little bit past Interesting or Not. Uh, do you think the Eastern Conference is more interesting? Do you think the Western Conference is more interesting? Or do you think the Supporter Shield is more interesting right now? I think the West is more interesting right now. Okay. So, yeah, let's start with the West. Um, okay, first question. Do you think anybody's going to catch St. Louis? I mean, right now they're currently six points ahead of Seattle. Um, They have a game in hand on Seattle, so potentially they could be nine points ahead of Seattle. But they also um, are seven points ahead of LAFC, like, giving up a game. So, Mm -hmm. like, LAFC has played one less game. Um, Do you think anybody else is going to catch, like, St. Louis and actually make this a race coming down the stretch, or do you think they're going to coast? Uh, it's possible they could get caught by any of those next three teams. You, do you have, uh, so you have Ray Al Salt Lake in there too. So, I mean, if you yeah, have Ray Al Salt sure. Lake in there too, do you have the Dynamo in there? Cause I mean, they can make a run. No, no, I don't think they'll be consistent enough. The way okay. those top four teams have played in the West has been far and away better than the rest of them. So you think the Sounders LAFC or Ray Al Salt Lake? can uh, catch St. Louis if they slip up. Yep. Okay. Um, Especially if St. Louis, you know, runs into a weird little gauntlet uh heading into the playoffs. You know, that whole, that last leg of the regular season slog is not easy, you know? Okay. Well, uh, break it out for me. What would your top four be? Um, What would your top four be uh, into the season right now? Um, how are these four going to finish? And if you think Houston's going to slip in there somewhere, like, uh, yeah, where, uh, just how do you think all of those are going to 
like uh, end up finishing up? One, two, three, I four. I think it'll be um, Seattle, uh-huh. LAFC. I'm sorry, St. Louis. Uh huh. LAFC, RSL, Seattle. I think Seattle will fall. You think Seattle will fall? Yeah. Okay, so you think Seattle's going to fall for number two? I mean, it's quite possible. Uh, it's quite possible they could already fall like immediately, like soon as because they've played the most games and they're only on forty-one points. Yep. So yeah, they could definitely go for a drop. They could honestly drop as far as oh shit, they could honestly drop as far as like six or seven. Mm-hmm. Like just depending on how those schedules like kind of mm-hmm. match up, and like if any of those people play each other, just like this okay. is why the West is more interesting. Okay, yeah. The I mean, what is that? The West only has like five points between two through eight. Well, mm-hmm. two through eight. Yeah, the West only has five points between two through eight. So let's kind of look at the bottom of the table then, because there's a whole lot of mashup here. Um, like towards the bottom of the table, um, you get Vancouver, Minnesota, San Jose, uh, FC Dallas, Austin, um, Sporting Kansas City, um, Portland. Um, do you think Galaxy are too far back? Um, I mean, they have a lot of games to play, but it's not looking good. They they've played the least amount of games in the conference at twenty five. So, I mean, you know, there's still a chance they could, you know, like they win two of those games and that takes them to 35 points and they are like right back in the playoff mix. So, like, is this conference really 13 teams deep, like two through 13 or (laughs) like is a lot of this just like smoke and mirrors? Smoke and mirrors. Not necessarily smoke and mirrors, just like. Uh The West has traditionally been the slightly stronger conference, but this year everybody's just kind of meh. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's it's rough over there. I mean, look at that that bottom. ATX was fire last season. Yeah. SKC Austin was, was middle of the road. Portland. Yeah. You know they had a uh, they were in the MLS Cup final in twenty one with NYCFC. You know LA has been. Not great, but they've been in the mix. You know, Colorado also had a great season last year. They just fired their manager. So, you know, there's just a lot of weird shit going on in MLS as a whole. Um, yeah. It's going to be a very, very interesting decision day in MLS this year. Okay. So, um, all right. So, We've kind of established that, like, I guess we could say, like, 7 through 13 is pretty jumbled. So, like, we'll throw Vancouver in. We'll say, like, that's a top six. And we'll just go, like, Minnesota, San Jose, Dallas, Austin, Sporting Kansas City, Portland, and the Galaxy. Like, 7 through 13. Um, What three teams out of those, I guess, what did I give you? Seven right there. Like, how do you feel like seven, eight, nine ultimately shake out? Like, you know, do you think Austin actually misses the playoffs this year? Like, are San Jose like actually for real? Because I mean, if San Jose makes the playoffs this year, that'd be the first time in what like a decade or so that they've made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? Like, you know, how do you feel like you know just those last three kind of shake out? 
Yeah. Uh, it's tough to say, man. Like, ATX has so much potential. They really blew up a great project. Well, they didn't blow up a great project. Claudio Reyna blew up a great project. Um, it sucks to see them in 10th place. They were so fucking good. Um, it, it's really tough to say. You know, MLS is weird in that way. Parody is the mode. So I can't truly say what's going to happen here. You know, if it stayed just the way it is, I wouldn't be surprised at all. If it reversed, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Any combination could possibly happen. Like I said, I'm most interested to see is like who's in and who's out on decision day and who's going to need a win to get into the playoffs. Because I think decision day has always been, at least in my time watching MLS, it's always been pretty good and fun to watch with some big results needed. But I feel like this year is going to be especially like dramatic. Okay. Um, um, so did you give me three? Did you give me like, uh, come on. Like I'm trying to get you on record here. Like, uh, Oh, uh, three teams from that pool down there. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine. Uh, Minnesota. Okay. Dallas. Uh huh. Austin. Okay. San Jose will fall out. Okay. So San Jose is not for real. No. You don't think uh, Kansas City, Portland, or got? Well, I mean, Portland's defense. Oh, God. They got a negative 12 goal no. difference. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Portland and the Galaxy. Yeah. You don't get into the playoffs with. <laughs> With that type of defense, that is nasty mm-hmm. work. Damn, minus twelve goal differential. Shit. All right, mm-hmm. uh, let's go over to the Eastern Conference. Um, a far, far, far less rate. Uh, far, far, far less tight race. Um, first question. Uh, we'll start with the same thing. You think Cincinnati? Um, you think Cincinnati's going to make it? Uh, what do you mean? Make it to what? Uh, you think they're gonna like go the distance as the number one team? Like, uh, you think anybody's gonna catch them? Hell no! <laughs> they smoking niggas. Hell no! <laughs> they smoking niggas. All right, uh, um, bro, you two, see the fucking PPG? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two point one, bro. They boat racing people. Uh, the next okay. nearest is the second place at one point eight one. Mm-hmm. And that's a big difference. Yeah. Um, okay, two through five. Since uh, since you think Cincinnati's gonna just like you know walk away with that one, uh, two through five: New England, Orlando City, Philadelphia, Columbus. How do you think that's gonna shake out? Uh, Philadelphia will get back to second. New England will be third. Orlando will be four. And Columbus will be fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Yeah, like there are a lot of gaps in this, man. Like there are a lot of gaps in this. Um, Cause I mean, like, who's a manager at Columbus? Nancy Wilfred. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't know, bro. Cause they got a, that they two got a through pretty- five is some managers, bro. That's Arena. That's uh, uh, what's his name? A Hispanic dude for Orlando. What's that manager's name? Anyway, he's fire. Yeah, and he's Jim good. Curtin and then yeah. Wilfred Nancy. Sheesh. Yeah. Yeah, Columbus might sneak in there, man. They only two points off a second, too. 
uh, with only a game difference between them, Philly, and New England. So, I mean, Columbus is a team I wouldn't want to see down the stretch. Like, they got a plus 17 goal differential. So, like, you know, they can hang them up on you. Yeah. Like, and that's what you get afraid of. Like, yeah. But they also give up a lot of goals. It looks like they give up a lot of goals. So, like, I, I think I would rate them in that top four. Well, I think I would rate them right there at that five spot mm-hmm. because they they ship a lot of goals. They ship 37. Nobody else ships more than 31 in that top four. Like, that's too big of a difference. Mm-hmm. But they do seem like the bellwether team because, I mean, like, you know, there are a lot of gaps here. Like I was saying, there's uh, like, you know, once you get past like that top four or five, like there's a clear drop off. Like Atlanta, Nashville, Montreal, and like, well, then there's another drop off. So like, let's just focus on there. Like Atlanta, Nashville, Montreal, like six, seven, eight, because that seems to be like the next kind of like crust of like teams right there in the playoff race like Mm -hmm. um how do you think those shake out like you know do you think nashville um is going to turn it around do you think like montreal is for real like you know they kind of feel kind of pretender-ish they uh they kind of have these like ebbs and flows like how do you think those three are going to shake out uh atlanta will be okay nashville will be okay montreal is absolutely pretending DC will collapse. Chicago is forever Chicago. Yeah, I mean, once you get down to like the DC Chicago, like you are yeah, a pretender, the rest of that right? list is just like, man, who gives a fuck? They're all trash, including my team. We're so fucking bad. Like NYCFC, it could possibly fall further. They've played 28. Miami has three games in hand on us. What? <laughs> I said Miami has three games in hand on NYCFC, and they have Lionel Messi. So, Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That. I was about to say, let's get to the elephant in the room right now. Like, uh, like, Inter-Miami's 14th. Like, are they getting into the playoffs, bro? Yes. How is that going to work? Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. So we yeah, got to look yeah, at the schedule. Let's do this. Let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that going to work? All right. You, uh, okay. So let's, okay. Let's kind of project here. Um, let's kind of project here. And let's look at, uh, let's just take last year. Um, 2020, mm-hmm. what would that be? 2022? Take last year for what? They hold were on, shit hold on. last year. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Just, just. Just hear me out. Okay. So, last year, let's just take last year's number. 48. Okay. So, last year to get into the playoffs, um, last year to get into the playoffs, uh, to get to the top seven, number seven in the playoffs was 48. Number nine mm-hmm. was 42. So, what number do you want to take? 48 or 42? 45. Okay, 45. All right. So what 45 is our magic number, okay? So uh what are they on 25 right now? Mm-hmm. So 25 uh they're on 25 points right now. They have 2 4 how many games left? 2 4 5 7 9. So they have 9 games left. 
to get to 45, that means they have to win seven of these nine games. All right. Um, okay. You, okay. I'm not going to give Not you only the, do they have nine games, some people only have six left. Okay. So do you want to change that number? Because do you think, um, cause I mean, I wouldn't I, even go for me, skip all that math. Here is their uh-huh. remaining regular season schedule. Yeah. Kansas City West. Okay, do you think that's a win? Yes. Okay, so that's one win. Atlanta. Atlanta in the East. Win. You think they beat Toronto. Atlanta? Wait, 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 wait. You think they beat Atlanta in Atlanta? Yes. Are you shitting me? <laughs> I don't think yes. they win that game. I okay, don't think they win fair. that game. But. So that's one of that's one counted as an L. I don't even care. Let's get through the list. Toronto, dog walking them in Miami. Orlando, rivalry in Orlando, fucking them up. Houston, washing them. New York City, washing them. Chicago, washing them. Cincinnati will be a tough game, but they already played Cincinnati and knocked them out in the Open Cup. So I ain't even too worried about that. They probably going to beat Cincinnati too. And then they got Charlotte twice. In three days, in four days, bro, are you shitting me? They going to the playoffs? Are you out your mind? <laughs> and I mean, that's that on. <laughs> debate it, please. Debate it, please. Hot take the shit out of this schedule and okay. make it make sense. Okay, okay, okay. Um, all right. First, okay. First, let's go to okay. First, let's go to the standings because I, I mean, like, I don't know, man, like. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but this seems quite fanciful. Okay, it's so not, bro. They're going to need Miami, other results to go their way, but they are cleaning clocks the rest of this season, bro. I'm telling you. I mean, okay, so let's just take let's just take number nine, right? Let's start at DC United and go Chicago, Charlotte, City, Red Bulls, Inner Miami. Okay. Um, do you, let's, they might have the easiest schedule. Um, oh shit. Yeah. They have an easier schedule than Chicago. Okay. I might not have nothing on this dude. Like, hold on. <laughs> I might not like, I, I might not. It might be cool. I might not. Um, so they have an easier schedule than Chicago. Um, let's see. Let's look at Charlotte. Um, Wow, they have an easier schedule than Charlotte because they still have, they play Charlotte twice, and then Charlotte still has to play Philadelphia, Cincinnati, New England. Um, oh, who are shit. already well up the table? Who are already well up the table? So that's fair. Um, let's see. NYCFC. Do they have an easier schedule than NYCFC? Red Bull, City, Toronto, Inter Miami. Chicago, DC United. I don't know. City could get on a run here. City could get <laughs> on a run here. I need you to hear me and hear me clearly. I watch these bum ass niggas every week. <laughs> we not making no playoffs. City could get on a run there. They don't have an easier schedule than City. So like I, hey, I'd if, say if, they kind of there's have any ever, if there's ever a time for you to be Kenstradamus, please get this one right. Cause Nashville, I would appreciate some playoff soccer. Nashville, Cincinnati, Austin, DC, 
New York City. Okay, I okay. No, I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. And here is here's who I think is gonna make the playoffs. I think the winner of the City Red Bull game uh this Saturday. Is it this Saturday or next Saturday? Next Saturday. I think next the winner Saturday. of the City Red Bull game next Saturday is gonna be the team that makes the playoffs. I think that's the playoff decider. Because okay, uh, bro. Red Bull have a pretty easy schedule um coming in. Red Bull has a pretty easy schedule coming in. I don't know like what their propensity is gonna be to pull it off. Um everybody so- has a pretty easy schedule because we've like pretty much gone out of the days of actual interconference play. Everybody's playing everybody and everybody's ass. Yeah, but I mean, like, if you look at like, I mean, some of these teams still have some tough games left. Like, I mean, DC United has a pretty easy schedule, but I mean, they still have to play Red Bull and City, uh, and they still have to play Atlanta, and they still have to play San Jose. So, I mean, like, there are a lot of points for them to, like, leave on the table, especially considering, like, they have a couple of games in hand um, over, like, Miami, too. So, like, I don't know, man. I just think City and Inner and Red Bull have the easiest remaining schedules. So, uh, I don't know. I'm going to go the winner of City and Red Bulls next week. That's going to be my playoff. That's going to be who gets in the playoffs. Because I don't think Miami's going to make it. There you have it. Like, they got too many away (laughs) games to make it. Like, I don't think they're winning. They're not beating Atlanta in the bins. Like, I can tell you the games I don't think they're winning right now. Like, I don't think they're beating Atlanta in the bins. I don't think they're beating Orlando in Orlando. Um, I do think they, I do think they kind of make up for it by beating Cincinnati in Miami. But yeah, like, I don't think they beat. Uh, I don't think they beat Atlanta in the bins. I don't think they beat Orlando in Orlando. And actually, Kim, not for nothing. What are you saying? Do you know that? Actually, not for nothing. They LAFC. might lose the city in Miami. Not for nothing. They might lose to the city. They just went to LAFC and washed them on the West Coast. Yeah, but it's it's different. It's different. Like it's just different. Okay. Like you can go to LAFC and like you can go to LAFC and like watch them out there in like their little soccer specific stadium or whatever. But like <laughs> you okay, show up to bro. you show up to the bins. Like it's a little different. It's a little different of an affair. Like, you know, in Atlanta. Um, like Yosef's gonna be back. And they don't like that motherfucker. Like, you know, like, I don't even think this is about Messi. Like, they not letting Yosef win. <laughs> like, like, that one, I don't think, I don't think Messi can overcome the, like, nah, like, they don't want Yosef to win. So, I don't think, uh, like, I don't, I don't think that's happening. And then, like, have you ever been to Orlando, my guy? Yeah. Like, do you think Messi's ever been to Orlando? 
Like you step foot in Orlando, the air's different, bro. Like you just you just ready to leave Orlando. He plays like, in you Fort Lauderdale. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like <laughs> at least he don't live in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> like he lives in Miami. Like you know, he's gonna have to go a couple hours up the road to Orlando. And like I don't know, bro. Like I spent some time in Orlando. Mm-mm. I don't think he's getting it done in Orlando. Like okay. he been getting it done in a lot of comfortable cities. He ain't hit the he ain't hit the uncomfortable city. <laughs> <laughs> like I wanna I wanna see that nigga get this shit done in like some of these other cities. <laughs> All right, we definitely gonna see, man. I think they're making the playoffs. You say they're not. Nah. Uh, decision day is gonna be a fun day on this here podcast. I mean, you know. Like I know that, like I know that the, I know that they are making the playoffs, but like I don't, like I don't, I don't think they, I don't think they should. Like this is going to be a lot tougher. Like I think coming down to decision day, I think there's going to be a lot of like people going to be like, oh, Messi got that call. Like mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be boat racing people. Absolutely not. Absolutely okay. not. Not not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, is that it for picks? Yeah, I mean, I think that's everything. That's all I got. Uh, unless you want to talk in WSL, I really don't. I mean, first week back, like, uh, okay. Uh, here, let's give them, well, I mean, you know, we might not want to talk about it, but, like, let's at least give people the 30,000 foot view of, like, where we are. Okay, yeah. so, uh, NWSL. Um, NWSL is actually, uh, yeah, this is, this is where you got to be careful how you talk about women's sports. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. The uh, the top six make the playoffs. Um, it's actually like a really, really, really close um, like season this year. Um, mm-hmm. Only four points are separating um, like, you know, first place team San Diego Wave from the last, well, from the sixth place team Washington Spirit. Um, this looks a lot like our prediction um, this looks a lot like our end of the season predictions, <laughs> minus the Kansas City current who had a lot of injuries early on. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's nothing really here. Uh, top six: Wave, Thorns, Courage, Rain, Gotham, Hill Girls, uh, the Spirit. Uh, Shout out to the Courage. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Just stop. Hey, girl. Hey. Stop. 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 Oh, yeah. Actually, hold on. Hold on. I do got some questions for you. I do got some NWSL questions for you. I do got some NWSL questions for you. Okay. I'm going to have shit answers, but here we go. Okay. Okay. I mean, most of this is not going to be about sports. Uh, <laughs> most of this is not going to be about sports. All right. So, um, actually, a couple of these are going to be about sports. Um, injury report. Uh, Sophia Smith is out for a bit, I've heard. 
Okay. Did you hear that? No. Okay. That was just an update. Um, let's see. Gotham. Uh, Midge Purse has been lighting it up, man. Like, have you uh, have you seen her Instagram? Uh, oh, I've seen some of her non-game content. That's been fire. And yeah. she's fun to watch. Yeah, she is but fun yeah, to watch. Midge right? Purse, the player, and Gotham, no idea. She, uh, I definitely think she needs a, uh, definitely think she needs a reboot. Um, have you heard her, uh, have you heard her podcast? I have not. Her and Katie Nolan, um, do something for just women's sports called the 91st. It's like 91st mm-hmm. minute, you know, like whatever. It's pretty, uh, pretty cool. It's pretty good stuff. Um, her and Katie Nolan from ESPN do that. That's pretty fun. Um, let's see. Is there anything? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll come back on the NWSL like next week. We'll actually like get some real content together and come back. I don't want to just like be out here. <laughs> well, uh, if you got nothing else, man. Uh, this has been Chop Soccer Podcast. I'm Yo, Mark what Fontaine. episode is this? Uh, uh, 204? 204? Wow. Yeah. yeah. We didn't even celebrate 200. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is your boy, Ken. Uh, let's see. What am I on Instagram now? Oh, yeah. On Instagram, I'm only Ken's now. Oh, yeah. I see what you did there. When you yeah. change it, I didn't even recognize what it was. But now that you say it, I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. It's a good one. About to, <laughs> uh, about to go get my baby a bath. Word. We out of here, y'all. Be easy. Peace.